1: Jeffrey does the bare minimum work required for his studies and his job. He has some free time that he could spend productively, but he copes and says that he doesn't have anything else to do. And so Jeffrey plays video games. He scrolls on social media. He watches a bit of porn. But It's not bad for you because you've got to masturbate because it reduces the chances of prostate cancer. We're not falling for it, Jeffrey. You're a loser. Adonis. Adonis spends all his free time developing high value skills. This is what makes Adonis so special. How could one man have such a broad, excellent skill set? The whole tribe's hungry while Adonis can hunt. We need direction and encouragement. Well, Adonis is the tribe leader after all. He's developed all these skills and all the people of his tribe can't help but look up to him. I was the kind of student who, after school would finish, I would do nothing else productive with my day. Maybe if I had homework that I absolutely needed to do, okay, I'd do that. But after that, I would feel like, okay, well, there's nothing else. I can really do so i may as well play video games or i may as well you know just sit around and just like not do anything and just watch tv shows that weren't this is the worst part about being a jeffrey this is the worst part about like you know wasting time when you're doing things that are bad for you like watching tv and playing video games but you're not even really enjoying them you know like when you used to watch like actual tv like before netflix came out and you'd watch like these shitty cartoons and for the half an hour episode you'd literally just be sat there just watching mouth breathing like the Simpsons or fucking family. Shut the fuck up. My family guys really fuck, shut the fuck up. Rick and Morty's really shut the fuck up. Just looking at it like. And then the funniest part of the, the episode happens. And this is how you laugh. And this is what we call fucking entertainment these days. This is what we're trading our potential for. I was one of those kids. I was like that when I was 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. But there was a special thing that happened to me when I was 17 years old. I got into weightlifting. I started going to the gym and lifting weights. And and I had this goal to build like the 10 out of 10, like dream physique and like a big ambitious goal of like, yeah, I want the physique of like a fitness model, like perfect, like six pack and shoulders and everything. And so suddenly I had like a two hour block of my day That was more productive. That's awesome. So for two hours outside of like school or college or whatever, I was now productive for an extra two hours per day. Amazing. But then outside of that two hours, I would then spend the rest of my day still like jacking off, looking at ass on Instagram, looking at ass on Reddit, looking at ass on like a lot of ass (laughs) bro, playing video games. You know what I mean? Just still mostly eighty percent of my day is still mostly wasted. But I would have this thought, thinking, you know what? I wish I had more things like weightlifting in my life. I I wish I had more things like going to the gym in my schedule that was productive. It took me years to realize that, yeah, you can literally fill up your entire day with productive things and you'll literally have more fun of that kind of day than you would a day of indulgence, of watching fucking TV. Because if you wanna be a 99%, I know I sound like a dickhead, but if you wanna be like a 99 percenter you can say whatever the fuck you want. Like, oh, but Rick Moy is actually, oh, but one hour of video, shut the fuck up. You're watching this kind of video, you clearly don't wanna be like most people. The highest value men, like the most successful men, the ones who are absolutely dominating their work, Fitness, lifestyle, all that. They're productive pretty much all day. That doesn't mean, you know, work all day, sigma grind set, like, you know, 12 hour, 16 hour work days. But productive, for example, is meditating. It's sunning your balls it's it's jumping into the pool and practicing your diving skills it's reading a book it's journaling it's having deep conversations or meetings with like your team members developing a new skill starting a side hustle and most young men don't spend their time doing that they do the bare minimum work in their job or in school and then they spend the rest of their time just fucking around saying well well there's nothing else to do so i may as well play video games And then my life changed when i really started researching skills that i could learn specifically skills that would make me money businesses that i could try as soon as i started researching this at age 22 trying to be an entrepreneur my life changed because i realized okay outside of work i can still do work and it actually makes me happier and more fulfilled doing that than just blindly sitting around smoking weed and watching tv with like some movie or something like you know what i mean just wasting fucking time i'd rather make progress like if you're masculine if you have masculine energy inside of you making progress to goals feels so fucking fulfilling so incredible and so you would like to make progress to your goals all day and again this does not mean sigma might you know no sleep or some shit sleeping eight nine ten hours a day is actually making great progress to your goals in, in your work so that your mental performance is better in your physique your your training because your recovery is better and i remember it was specifically two years ago when i was reading a lot and i would read a bunch of books on like various different self-help self-improvement things you know right random things like the like the correct most productive way to breathe to get like more oxygen into your muscles like random optimizations like that which you would have never thought of before i would read these books and add like 10 minutes 30 minutes an hour or two into my daily schedule implementing something that would actually help me like a new skill. That changed my life forever. When I started reading books on business and entrepreneurship and I really started following them. There was a set of books, we're gonna talk about this in terms of making money with skills, this will be in this video. I read a set of books, I followed the principles blindly. I started making ten thousand pounds a month passively after that. I put in a lot of work previously. So obviously, you know, it wasn't just suddenly out of nowhere, but I literally, I started making 10,000 pounds a month. This was like last year, simply because I read like three books and added like the things that the books were saying, like the skills of it into my daily schedule. It's amazing what you can accomplish when you dedicate some more time to skills. I want to jump right in and, you know, list out the skills and so you can get some ideas, but there's one more like big fucking rant that I need to get into. The majority of young men, I want you to picture like young men in your mind. They're actually a little bit ambitious, aren't they? You know, if if you think of like the total Jeffrey, Freeze. It's easy to think like, oh no, they're, they're, they're losers and they're not ambitious. They are, they are ambitious. They, they don't put in the work. They don't have discipline. They don't have willpower, but they are actually kind of ambitious. They, they do actually like have not really goals, you know, smart goals, specific, measurable, but they've got like daydreams. They dream of like better lives. They, they are a little bit ambitious, aren't they? Most young men want to develop skills. Like if you asked young men around the world in like some kind of survey, just saying like, yep, would you like to develop more skills? Would that like be a good thing for you? Pretty much every man would say yes. But the majority of men don't do it. Why? Because they simply don't know how to develop skills outside of the education system, outside of an authority figure telling them what to do. I need you to realise how sad this reality is. The reason why you're watching this kind of video where you need me to tell you about seven skills that young men can learn is because you've been conditioned and raised in a way where you can only develop skills and work when your teacher has set you work. That's like the feminization of the education system. It has completely fucked the development of like masculine boys. We are supposed to be ambitious, get the idea of something like a mission that we want, like to make more money or to learn to climb this tree And we're supposed to go and do it, but because of like the conditioning we've had, where we wait for our fucking fat female teacher to tell us what to do. Well, now we're little boys, even when we're men. Hopefully that can inspire you to to get a little bit fucking annoyed and think, you know what? I don't need to wait for my teacher or my daddy to tell me to start. I'm gonna hear these skills that Hamza's gonna list out. and I'm at least gonna try and take action on them. The first skill that we're gonna talk about is captivating attention. This is the single most valuable skill in this modern day, seriously. The single most valuable skill in this modern day day is captivating attention specifically on social media if you can captivate attention on social media in this modern day you are set up to have a fantastic life not just you know for wealth and clout but the lifestyle that comes from like being someone who has a lot of eyeballs on them it's an incredible thing when you're able to captivate the attention of tens of thousands of people never mind hundreds of thousands never mind millions that is an incredible level of power and the reason why i've put this skill at number one is because you literally can do this it's so easy to see this and you know hear it and say like wait captivate attention like be a youtuber or be a celebrity like nah it's so easy to feel like that i felt like that look at the subscriber count of this channel I felt like that. Like, I was a normal fucking guy two years ago. I was below normal. Look at the level of, like, attention that I have now. And the lifestyle it's brought me. I'm in Thailand right now. This was like my dream to come here and live here. I've been here for like almost two months. I can stay here for as long as I want. That's because I'm able to captivate attention. Here's a mindset that I think will help you kind of rationalize this because it can seem kind of negative, captivating attention, can't it? I think attention and money are very similar in that they don't make you a bad person or a good person. Attention and money simply just amplify the kind of person that you are. Does that make sense? So if you are a good person, and you suddenly are captivating way more attention and you're making a lot more money, you'll actually become a better person. You'll likely become a better person because of that. You were a good person before, now you've got a lot of money and you're even more generous. But if you're a bad person and then you captivate a lot of attention, well then you're going to be causing a lot of drama and controversy and like, you know, saying hateful shit. If you're a bad person and you make a lot of money, well then you're going to be wasting a lot of money and doing like degenerate shit. Attention and money simply amplify the person you are. So really ask yourself right now, what would happen if your personality was literally amplified by 10 times? If you became unfiltered and authentic as fuck with your true like natural desires, if all your sort of inhibitions were taken away and you had like a great level of power, what kind of person would you be? That's what more attention and more money would do to you. The most effective way of captivating attention is through controversies, through like drama. Jordan Peterson really, really blew up and got famous after that like debate with like the feminists on like, I think it was, which one was it? Like the uh, the BBC or whichever one it was, like you probably know which one I'm talking about where like the the woman was like, angry at him for everything he'd say and she'd like cope and rationalize it and like straw man him and say like oh well you're saying that all like you know like she acted in like a very stupid way there was a big drama thing and like you know jordan peterson destroys feminists and then he he was already kind of big before that but that's really when he like his his brand image really took off when people's emotions get elevated because of you they'll remember you there's different ways of captivating attention the single like most practical if you want like practical specific way make social media channels twitter youtube have like a large personality be extremely polarizing polarizing is where you you push someone to the extremes of loving you and hating you the reason why most people struggle on youtube if you're a youtuber you really want to pay attention the reason why most people struggle on something like youtube because they're here they're not polarizing they've got people they're so soft they're so weak they're so like scared of saying what they actually feel and they actually think so that everyone is you know they, they just say general shit so that everyone thinks of this youtuber and they're like oh yeah like Yeah, he's okay. Maybe I watch one of his videos once a month or something. It's nothing. In the modern day, you can't afford not to be polarized, if you're keeping people to somewhat what like where they're like, oh yeah, like, you know, he's nice, or, oh, you know, I don't really like him, you're not gonna captivate attention, you need to be in the extremes, I'm here, you have to love me, or you have to hate me and think I'm cringe, you have to think that I've, like, significantly helped you with your life, or you have to think that I'm, like, an asshole, disrespectful, misogynist, egotistical, whatever, there's two extremes, there's no one who really, like, oh yeah, Hamza's like, oh, he- he's kind of good, there's no one who talks like that. It's like, yeah, Hamza changed my life. Oh nope, Hamza's cringe as fuck, he's a weirdo, he's whatever. You have to be on both and guess what? Either way, you're watching my videos. Either way, I've got your attention because you're on the extreme sides. If I was here, if I was way more like timid with what I said, way less polarizing, way, way less extreme way more of a pussy like most like you know big like youtube like you know soft kind of like people on youtube and and twitter and all this well i'd be here and i might have like a, a rather large general audience but there won't be people who would like really really be emotionally tied to me and because of that the attention value is very lowered and because of that the attention that you can gather is very lowered when you're depolarized you want to captivate attention post controversial content which polarizes people The second skill you can learn as a young man is sales and you've heard this so many times and everyone just kind of says like Oh, yeah sales is good and they don't explain it in like a practical like realistic understandable way Do they every time I I would always hear the advice of like oh, yeah learn sales and then it It was like the advice was given by dumbasses who didn't even know what sales was And so they wouldn't ever expand on like how the fuck you actually learn sales Like what like you need to grasp it in your mind, right sales, of course, it's about selling something So what first of all, what do you sell and how do you sell it? So you need to first realize, okay, what do you sell? You can sell essentially two things. There's more, but like mainly for like a normal guy watching this there's gonna be two things you can sell. It's a product, like a thing, whether it's like a real life thing, like, oh, I'm gonna make my own product of water bottle. I'm gonna make my own bath towels. I'm gonna to make my own like bathrobe. It's a real life product. Or you can sell online products. So that's like digital assets. Imagine you're like some like artist and you make like a drawing and you sell that. Or imagine you make like a online course and like videos and you sell that. Or you can sell services. So there's products. Products is like a specific thing that you sell, like an item or like some kind of online thing. Or services is something you do. So most people sell services. Most people, you know, in jobs, they sell their service of like being an employee. The services you could realistically sell are things like consultation, coaching calls. If you've got some kind of experience, which is very specific. For example, if you've gained 500 100,000 subscribers on youtube you could probably do a coaching call with someone like a, an inspiring youtuber it would be a service that you're selling them and you would sell them your time your expertise your knowledge your wisdom you can sell products and services your mind is blank right now you know you're, you're a little bit agitated because you're like okay well yeah you've just explained it but it still doesn't make sense like i don't know what i could sell that's what you've got in your mind isn't it i don't know what i could sell the reason why you have that thought of like well i don't know what i well, what could i sell then what could i sell product or service it doesn't make sense what could i sell if you have those thoughts I'm gonna be totally honest and slightly insulting. The reason why you have those thoughts is because you're uneducated and you haven't spent enough time developing ideas for this. So many young guys ask this question. I'm like, okay, well you talk about businesses, Hamza, but like you never give us ideas for, oh, shut the fuck up. If you need someone to tell you like seven business ideas to make $1,000, if you need to watch those kinds of videos, it shows a lot about your character. The way you get ideas on what to sell, you need to go live your life. Sales, it's all about you selling something that fixes a problem for someone else that gives them a solution to a pain that they have so if I made my own brand of water bottles And I said, okay, my specific brand is going to make sure that it doesn't fuck up your testosterone level. You know, like there's that that sort of mindset, like water inside of bottles could have like estrogen and it can fuck up your testosterone. Imagine if I made one specific, like Adonis brand water bottle. It's a little bit more expensive, but you've got 100% promise that if you drink these, you won't have your testosterone negatively affected. What is the pain that I'm giving you a solution to? The pain is that thought that you have of like every time you drink a plastic water bottle, you kind of have that thought like, yeah, I'm pretty sure like I've heard like my testosterone is going to get fucked from like drinking this because there's like estrogen properties in plastic these days that's the pain that you're having i'm selling you the solution to that which is my product so you would buy my product i make a profit and you get some kind of value in return for that if you think the value in return for your money was worth it it was like a high roi you will keep buying my product so the way to find out what to sell what products to make what services to sell you need to go and experience some problems and pains in your own life and then think, okay. I'm feeling this pain right now, how can I solve it? So you want some right, random idea, everyone fucking loves like business ideas and then just because it's like makes you feel productive, but like you're not gonna implement them, but here's a random idea, a huge pain, one of the biggest, probably the biggest pain in the Western world right now that needs to be solved, which there is a, a, a billion dollar industry for, is the sexlessness, of most young men, most young men are totally deprived from sex, the the top five, 10% of men are sleeping with like the majority of women and the bottom 90% of men, the majority of men, if you lined up a hundred men, 90 of them aren't having sex. That is the pain that they're having. What is the solution to that? Well, there could be some kind of like dating site, kind of like Tinder, but like way better, which were like, which, you know, somehow made men so effective at being able to like sleep with girls. Like, bro, you'd make a lot of money if you did that, if you charged four pounds, the 4.99 a month for that. What else, if you made like, um, don't do this shit, I'm just getting random ideas, but like, oh, well, I'm going to make like a, a sex robot for all these lonely lonely horny men. Well, they've got a pain that they're horny and they're lonely. If you made a realistic sex robot, well then that would be the product that you're selling. How about services? There's a bunch of people trying to start their YouTube channels. If you're already a YouTuber, well then you could sell your your wisdom, your expertise, you could coach them, you could consult them, you could be a mentor for them. That's a service. What pains? do you have the solution for? You have overcame some kind of pain and problem in your life so far, haven't you? If you think back of like the chapters of your life, there was a particular chapter in your life where you had like a particular pain, like a main pain Maybe like you kept on eating junk food. Maybe you like, couldn't stop smoking weed. There was some kind of pain that you had and you solved it. Sell that solution to the people who are having that pain. This is easier said than done. I could make a, a five-hour guide on sales on like, okay, specifically how you, you know, get your first sale and everything. But you're starting to like grasp the mindset of it. So by now with sales, you know that you're either selling a product or a service. Now you need someone to sell it to. How do you? find people to sell to well there's a few different ways you could cold message you know like be one of those motherfuckers who like dms people on insta hey i saw you liked my page and if you'd like to click on my link and you could be one of those people who like cold outreaches people on like linkedin it's a bit cringe grow an audience on social media and sell to them so that's related to the first skill we learned which is captivating it. attention fantastic you could pay for ads so on facebook and youtube you can pay for ads put your advertisement in front of people's eyes and tell them you know here's a video of me and like i've got this service or this product click on the link and you'll be able to buy it you could go physically you could go door to door on people's houses or like in the gyms and literally like go to the gym and say, oh, you know, I'm I'm an aspiring fitness coach and I'll help, you know, I'll sell packages and everything. There's different ways. You just have to put your offer in front of people. I have one fantastic tip that I've learned from a book that we'll talk about, about sales. And that is to always remember that you are not selling the product. And that is to always remember that the customer is not buying your product or your service. They're buying the solution, the transformation. Does that make sense? So the customer of a personal trainer isn't thinking that they're buying the personal training package they're not buying the package they're not buying like the, the the weekly check-in and the the three pdfs of workout you know they're not thinking about these things what's the customer actually buying the body transformation the fat loss the confidence gained the increased self-image the increased self-esteem the happy photos of them at the wedding for the dress that she wants to fit into that's what they're buying. So let's play a little game. I want you to visualize, imagine, you know, the times when you used to watch like proper TV, like back before, like we were all addicted to like YouTube and Netflix, like actual TV, like what we used to watch with our family. Imagine you see an advertisement, you know, like there's a five minute ad in between like cartoon shows and everything. Imagine you see an advertisement for a vacuum cleaner. You can like visualize it in your mind as like a woman vacuuming. Middle-aged women, mothers who watch this adverts what are they buying? Think about it. What is your mother when she sees this kind of advert? What is she buying? What is she, what's she interested in? What is this advert? Oh, you know, this advert's got like a woman using a vacuum cleaner. What are they actually selling? This is interesting and very fucking manipulative. What is this advert selling? Visualize an advert for like a vacuum cleaner. A woman's using it right now. And it's like, wow, the new Dyson 3000. It's got like spinning wheels and hot f- fire and shit like this. Hot fire, <laughs> hot wheels. It's got like fucking 360 degree vacuum cleaning and shit. Fast reload. <laughs> What are they selling? Because it seems, okay, well, they're selling the vacuum cleaner, no. What happens after, visualize that advert, right? Visualize some random advert of like vacuum cleaning. What happens after you see the woman use the vacuum cleaner and it's like, oh, here's the specifics. You know, this vacuum cleaner has got four wheels. Oh my God. What happens right at the end of the advertisement? The house is now clean. She's vacuumed it. What happens? Her children run in smiling. Her husband comes in and gives her a kiss on the cheek. That is what they are manipulatively selling your mother. Your mother wasn't buying a vacuum cleaner. She was buying a happy family. This is how you sell. There's two books I highly recommend that you read if you're interested in this. The Psychology of Selling by Brian Tracy. Brian Tracy is my all-time favorite author. I've read a lot of books brian tracy's tops every single author i've ever read before and the second book is a trilogy there's like three books in this like pack but the first title of it which you can search up is called dot com secrets by russell brunson that book is like a three-part series that is the one that helped me start making ten thousand pounds a month passively as soon as i read the book and i implemented the steps i literally started making 10k a month passively like I, t- I don't, I can't take any credit. I literally just follow the blueprints like a dumbass, like step-by-step instructions from this book. Dot com Secrets, Russell Brunson, amazing book. The third skill you should learn is leadership. Leadership is, is a skill you can level up and it's the skill of having people follow your guidance. This is my favorite skill by far. Now, we spoke about captivating attention and that's kind of similar, but that's like a level below. Captivating attention is just people looking at you and seeing what you're doing and paying attention to you. That's nice. That's really, really nice. It's really powerful. But leadership is like captivating attention on steroids. You have the attention of people, but it's not just attention. It's influence. It's impact. They're not just looking at you and paying attention to what you're doing. They're they're doing that. They're paying attention to you, but then they're imitating you. They see you as their role model. The biggest reward of any skill, I think, is the skill of leadership, which implants so much more responsibility and accountability in you. When you have people who are looking up to you, who are following your guidance, you have this thing inside of you, this extra pressure, like in a good way pressure, where you want to stick to your values and your priorities, your principles. Responsibility is what makes men, men. And leadership gives you the greatest responsibility of all if you pursue leadership as a skill there is so much personal growth that comes from this so much purpose you know that's so important for young men purpose mission fulfillment when you see your followers grow alongside you so to level up your leadership you first need people to lead so this could be people in your life it could be your friends your family it could be someone that you're trying to like mentor or it could be people online you could start like a, an online movement as I've done here what you see in front of you this channel is literally my practice of leadership I started reading books on leadership and it said okay whatever you've been doing just teach it to the people who are one step behind you i never had the intention to like be here two years ago i literally just went on my own self-improvement journey just wanted to improve myself ended up reading a book on leadership and it essentially said like the most valuable part of self-improvement is when you can get to the point when you can be the leader and help people improve themselves That's why I started making these videos. Or at least this was like after six months of, you know, really like finding, you know, different niches of like videos to make. Because at first I really started making these videos literally just for like online income, just for entrepreneurship. But then after a few months of like reading and developing and like really narrowing it on my niche, that's when I realized like leadership is what I really want to do here. Once you've got some people to lead, you first need to lead yourself. You need to go in a desirable direction that other people want to go into. You take the first step. The way I would always visualize this, I would always kind of see myself almost in like a cartoon of me crying crossing like a rickety bridge. And you know you have to like put your feet in particular places that doesn't make the bridge sway too much. I would cross it, learn where to place my feet and come back and then teach my boys behind me. You set the direction, you make progress, then you come back and lead your boys and tell them how to do it in a better, faster, more safer, more effective way than yourself. The books that you should read for leadership, there is a book called Leadership by Brian Tracy. So Brian Tracy is that author that I mentioned before who's like my all-time favorite author. This is like a mini book that you can read in literally one day. It's called Leadership, Brian Tracy. Then there is an author who specializes in leadership his name is john c maxwell and he has like literally 20 different books on leadership i've read like five or six of them so far very good books very good books to learn about leadership as a skill the fourth skill you should learn is deep work and this is the skill of staying focused whilst you work i know it seems really unsexy and you're you're thinking oh well okay the, the video's a bit dead now like i'll click off and and watch some some other bullshit trust me when i say this might be one of the most valuable things you could pay attention to your ability to do deep focused undistracted work right now determines your success in life the majority of people Work in a way that once you take this this skill, once you really level it up, you'll be looking at people and literally saying like, "You're a loser." You'll be looking at someone, right? You'll be seeing their work habits and literally thinking like, "You don't want to stay a loser anymore, but you're working like an idiot. Why do you keep checking your phone halfway through this task?" Like imagine if we're all like authors to make it linear, right? Like consistent. Imagine we're all authors. We're all writing books, right? The the best way to write to you know deeply focus on your work is to literally open up the document where you're going to be writing and to literally do nothing else for about two hours of literally just focus writing. Your eyes don't move away from the screen. You don't check your phone. You don't open another tab. You don't have notifications that ping off in your fucking ear. You don't have someone walking past. You don't have your mother walking in and asking you some questions or something. You focus. You literally don't take your eyes off the words of the page. Boom. Two hours, you would get an incredible level done. You would probably get more done in two hours doing that than most people do in eight. There was a study once, some research that said that most nine to five workers who work eight hours a day actually only produce about two and a half hours of value. They waste about five and a half hours because of like shitty work practices how long does it take you to check your phone once you're working how long are you distracted for when you check a text message you'd think 10 seconds right imagine imagine you're okay you're writing just to make it simple yeah? you're writing you get a text message you check it it's A three sentence text message, it literally takes you five seconds to read. You maybe send a quick reply, boom, 10 seconds, right? So yeah, 10 seconds is insignificant. The real fact is that you lose around 15 minutes of productivity because you lost your flow, your momentum. You were deeply focused in this piece of work, you know, writing these words, writing this story, this book. And when this text came, your brain's power has just been ripped away. Your your momentum, your snowball effect has just been ripped away and you've just reset your momentum. This is how most people, like, (laughs) I remember being in high school once this made me fucking cringe and I was in a class once And the teacher asked a student next to me how long his homework took him. And I don't know why the fuck he said this because it was so fucking cringe. He said like, oh, what? Including Facebook breaks, miss. Like including, so she asked him how long his homework took him to do. And he said, well, does it include the time that I took off to like go onto Facebook for a bit? I I found that cringe without even knowing the concept of deep work. But you don't want to work like that, students. You don't want to have fucking Facebook breaks. The best way to work, if you want to accomplish something true, like some great work in your life, the best way to work, wake up, don't eat anything maybe have black coffee like stay fasted don't have like your body like digesting food especially not like carbs and shit wake up stay fasted drink black coffee and literally just single-handedly focus on this task with absolutely no distractions your eyeballs don't even fucking move away from the screen you don't open like another tab full focus if you try that I know it seems insignificant right now but if you've tried it already then you'll never fucking go back to normal work with you and if you haven't tried it if you just try it literally full focus you'll be like, what the fuck? How did I just literally accomplish more than I usually do in a few days, in two hours? Most people won't do this. If you're gonna do this, there's a few rules that you absolutely have to follow. I'm gonna be kind of offensive. It really says something about you if you haven't implemented some of these things already. Number one, turn your notifications off. If be, I'm gonna be fucking honest, right? Right here, right now. If your notifications are enabled on your phone, so if you've never went through your phone settings and turned your notifications off, you are a fucking Jeffrey. I want you to just feel a bit shit about yourself because no fucking YouTuber will say this to you, would they? Everyone's gonna be nice and soft and shit. I want you to like take this fucking seriously. The Hamza thinks you're a fucking Jeffrey because you haven't turned your notifications off. And then the next one is, is your phone on do not disturb? If it's not on silent, if your phone is on loud, Hamza thinks you're a fucking Jeffrey. Now you can stay like that. Or you can, oh Hamza, uh, Hamza's evaluation of, fine. If you don't care about my evaluation of you, fine. Fair enough. But if you do kind of think, but I don't want to be a Jeffrey, it takes you five seconds to make this progress. It takes you five seconds to go onto your phone settings, turn off your fucking notifications. You do not need that. Those notifications that are coming in from Instagram and all these fucking apps you have on your phone are not worth the fulfillment you would get from having this deep focus work where you're actually accomplishing like your, your true ambitious goals. If you respect yourself and the work that you could create Create. you will not allow yourself to be distracted to be pulled away from your focus by shit like fucking notification i said this to sam i was kind of mean to him but i said like bro Every time your phone goes off, I lose respect for you. This is this is the kind of shit that no one ever talks about. No one ever like calls their friends. I said you've got your phone on loud. I say it to him. I'm like you've edited my videos where I've talked about deep work and the importance, and you even talked to me about deep work. How is your phone on loud? How do you have notifications off? And he feels like shit because he's like, oh well, Hamza. Do you know like we went to bed last night at like 11 p.m. Both of us went to sleep, and you know we're supposed to wake up for the gym. He's like, oh well, I didn't go to bed till 3 a.m. because I was just opening and closing apps on my phone. I was on Instagram and shit. Well, yeah, of course you were. Because you went back to your room and you got a notification on Instagram and one thing leads to another and you spent three hours on that bullshit. If you respect yourself, you will not allow that to happen. These are principles, like rules that you need to implement like right now. You need to pause this video, turn your fucking notifications off, put your phone on silent. Do not allow, like I've got my phone on some kind of extreme settings. my, My screen doesn't light up with any kind of notifications. And even when, you know, iPhones have this thing where if you pick up your phone, the screen turns on and shows you the homepage. I turn that off. The only way my screen turns on is if I literally press the power button. There's often times when I'm working where I don't even like think of my phone for like four hours. I remember when I was back home, so right now I'm like traveling, but when I was back home, the one thing I would do is when I was working, I'd grab my phone, literally like put it underneath my bed covers so that it wouldn't be in my fucking sight because I respect my time, I respect my focus. This might seem insignificant. I want you to right now, just visualize the guy who does shallow work visualize like some average nine to five worker but he's not even effective he gets into work he starts work at like nine oh three it's supposed to be like nine and you know the best performers are there at fucking half eight getting ready he starts at nine oh three he's still making a coffee at like nine oh five he's having a little chat whilst he logs in nice and chill and he's like oh the first thing he does checks his like instagram he checks his instagram on his phone he checks his emails he does like a little bit of work but then he stops the flow of work to like have a little chat and like to open something else and he checks the weather for later he does you know this bullshit shallow shit and it seems kind of insignificant doesn't it if you compare that to like a top performer think about that in the scope of a year for 10 years for 40 years think about how different this low performers life would be because he simply can't do deep work think about all of the promotions that he's like somewhat he wants and he's overlooked every single time his income is so low he's so stressed he has no like sense of fulfillment no sense of like work satisfaction because he's never accomplished anything great with his work because he's always done the equivalent of one to two hours worth of like work value for his eight hour shift then think of the high performer the guy who literally has this skill of deep work who every day is fully fucking focused puts like headphones in doesn't even listen to music just puts headphones in so no one distracts him he's focused on this task for like 19 minutes at a time then he has a quick break he goes to the toilet drinks some water and stuff and then he's like back in zoned in for another block of deep work think about the promotions this guy gets fucking picked for and his self-image grows with every time that he's like you know his discipline and his focus and his work is recognized by his boss imagine this guy is an entrepreneur and he's waking up fucking early just so focused on accomplishing something there is a full-on life-changing benefit, like this fulfillment that comes from being able to do focused, deep work, and you probably can't do it. The way that your workday will be structured when you're doing deep work is that you can't be in this deep, you know, this sort of pretty exhausting state of focus work all day like most normies. The reason why normies work eight hours a day, the reason why Jeffrey feels productive when he's done like a 16-hour Sigma grind set day is because they're doing shallow work. You can only do deep work. It's said by the author who made this book that the full-on experts can do deep work for about four hours a day. Everyone who reads the book then says, okay, well, I'll do four hours a day. If you consider yourself an expert, I'm not an expert. I can do deep work for about... Two to maybe three hours per day, max. After that, the work that I'm doing is distracted and it's of far lower quality. Here's the thing. This is some like really good advice. that I, One time I just came up with this and it seems to have helped some people, right? If your work is based on your brain, your brain's power, your sort of like cognitive, you know, your mental abilities, right? You should work like a lion. If your work is based on your body, your endurance, your ability, you know, to like be in a factory or a construction site and to push things and you know to hit things, you should work like a donkey. That's not supposed to be an insult, but a donkey works all day to somewhat of a, like a shallow level. The lion works for literally sprints, fast, aggressive, twenty-second sprints and then rests and recharges. If you are off the modern knowledge worker, you're an intelligent, like brain-powered kind of guy. Your work is all based around like your mental capabilities, your thoughts, your decisions. Me speaking to you right now is like not really using my body. It's not my body that's making me like progress right now. It's my brain. You need to have like this deep work routine where you work a couple of hours and you spend the rest of your day recharging and getting ready for the next blocks of deep work tomorrow. The majority of people don't do this. Still, students, especially students, are fucking idiots these days. If you're a student, chances are, are you have been fucking yourself over with studying? Students, I hear this especially where they'll say, like, oh well, I, I study for 12 hours. No, shut the fuck up. If you study for more than like six hours a day, you're an idiot. The best students study for three to six hours per day, but they do it in a really focused way, and guess what they do instead? Of you know, that studying for like 16 hours a day. Guess what the best students do instead of that? They sleep, they exercise, they get out in sunlight, they spend time with their family, their friends, and all those random things. Guess what? That increases their grades. That increases their happiness, their mental health. Those students get the highest results compared to the Jeffrey students, like the the grade B to C to D students who spend 10 hours a day, but their 10 hours is fucking pathetic. Which one are you? Be totally honest. Which group of student are you? Are you the high-performing one who works for like... Four hours a day and then spends like literally making sure your sleep is perfected making sure you're hydrated making sure you meditate for 30 minutes an hour a day making sure you journal and contemplate and you spend time with your loved ones and you spend time in sunlight and nature and you exercise or are you just one of those guys who wakes up and i have got to study all day i guarantee your results that you get in your grades represent which student you are i guarantee it if you're the student who says like oh well i study for tw- i need to study for 12 hours a day i guarantee you don't get the level of grades that you actually want do you You need to switch over if you're someone who works with your brain, which is students, businessmen, people in careers in like office jobs, you need to switch over to this deep work focus where we focus entirely on like the most important tasks for two to four hours a day and then we spend the rest of our day resting and recharging for tomorrow's deep work. This will change your work life forever. The book to read to develop this skill is called Deep Work by Cal Newport. 10 out of 10 life-changing book. I can't recommend it enough. The fifth and final skill that we're going to talk about. Is discipline. If you don't have discipline the other skills that we've mentioned and every other skill that you could possibly think of is incapable for you to achieve. As a man you absolutely need discipline so discipline is the skill of doing the hard work especially when you don't feel like it and it's that specific word that you need to pay attention to especially. It's only discipline if you specifically don't feel like doing that productive thing. Does that make sense? So for example if you want to go to the gym if you're hyped to go to the gym it's not using discipline but if you wake up today and you don't want to go to the gym and your brain is processing those like weak jeffrey thoughts like oh maybe we'll go later on after i eat that meal and like oh maybe i'll skip it and like i'll do two workouts tomorrow that is an opportunity for you to invoke the power of discipline and go and do the hard work especially when you don't feel like it when you get those weak thoughts that push you away from work. Those thoughts are opportunities for you to level up your discipline skill. Literally try and wrap your brain around this because this is kind of like a superpower once you have this mindset. The next time you don't feel like going to the gym or doing your work, your homework, your studies, your business work, whatever, the next time you don't feel like doing something productive, that is literally an opportunity for you to use discipline, level up your discipline skill and also get that hard work done. You want it to be more disciplined and strong, haven't you? The way to level up your discipline is literally wait for the time that you don't feel like doing something productive and then doing that thing anyway even though you didn't feel like it in the modern day especially for men like we're so fucking feminine that we think that if we feel like we don't want to work we should listen to those feelings people with feminine energy listen to their feelings over rational logic decision making and discipline choose which one you want to be and this is the skill that will make you stand out the most because most people, young men especially, are just undisciplined. Most young men have got so much feminine energy, they just rely all on their feelings. This is why most young men are so fucking down bad. They feel like watching porn, so they watch porn. They don't feel like doing their work, so they don't do their work. Fuck your feelings. The next time you don't feel like doing your work, guess what you can do? You can go do it anyway. The next time you don't feel like going to the gym, guess what you can do? You can go anyway. The next time you feel like eating the junk food, guess what? You don't have to. All of the fucking weak guys of today, like they they have a craving for junk food and it's like, well, I've got to eat it now. They feel like jacking off and watching porn So they do it Instead of thinking Okay I feel this That does not mean I need to indulge in the feeling Why the fuck would you rely on your feelings as a man Oh well men should be more Shut the fuck up Oh but, but Hamza! Hamza! <laughs> feminine guys who are undisciplined can still do really well shut up. I want you to imagine right now of some attractive, really, really attractive femboy boy on TikTok. He's got like feminine features. He's not really disciplined. He wakes up late and everything, but like he gets he's really viral on TikTok. He gets hundreds of thousands of like likes and views and stuff. And he, of course, like he's gonna be getting girls through that level of clout and he's attractive and everything, right? So he doesn't really need discipline. Fair enough. That's an outlier. Now, yeah, sure, we can pick up and say, like, oh well, you know, this guy doesn't need discipline and he's doing well in life, so we don't need discipline, but the thing is you <laughs> (laughs) We're not like that guy. If you're born into like wealth and like perfect genetics and you look like a model and everything and you're so like, you know, creative on like TikTok, making the kind of like TikToks that go viral and shit, even that requires a sense of discipline. But even then it's like, we're not that guy. We're the kind of men. We need discipline and hard work to develop ourselves to get to the point where we are successful. The books to read to level up your discipline skill is Can't Hurt Me by David Goggin's fantastic book. It's more of like a story book, which really like lets you follow along, like the story of a guy becoming like incredibly disciplined. And then also the book, Hard Times Create Strong Men. The first chapter of this book, this book is fucking huge, but the first chapter of this book, and it's written by the author Stefan Ornio. the first chapter is about work, and it's essentially telling you, okay, work with discipline. Stop waiting For your fucking feelings Work with discipline That is your purpose as a man Those are five key skills That I think all young men Should develop If you've got any other ideas Maybe like I'm sure There's going to be a bunch of guys Who are like reading the comments If you're certain that I've missed Like a really important key skill That young men should develop You can maybe comment And hopefully it could help someone These are skills That I've developed in myself The reason why I was able to develop these skills Is because I had like The belief that I could It's very important for you To just take a second right now And just ask yourself Really like think this right What is your brain's response To hearing all of this All these skills Are you excited? Do you feel like, yeah, this is so sick. I'm going to learn this. Or were you getting like a lot of negative thoughts and limiting beliefs? Like, oh no, like, oh, I I couldn't do that. Nope, wouldn't work for me. No, I don't want to do that one. What was your brain like? Because if it was on the weaker side and saying like, oh, well, I don't want to and I can't, can't," and you know, I'm just making up excuses. Just like what we said with discipline. You don't need to listen to that because my brain was actually like that like two years ago. I literally was so sure that like, I was like destined to be a dumbass that I couldn't learn skills. I only started reading two years ago. Honestly, like I struggled to read. Literally I to read. English for most of my life. Like I would read one or two sentences, then my brain would wonder. So I always thought like I was I was an idiot, I was a dumbass. But I had this positive belief and I really want you to like I want you to look at me right now. These are skills that I've developed. I'm not special. If I could have developed these skills as someone who literally performed very bad in school, who couldn't even read more than two sentences without like my brain wandering off and thinking about irrelevant shit, who had mental health problems. If I was able to develop these skills, you can too. I am not special. You can do this. You can develop these skills and you can have like a full day of like productive yet fun, exciting, fulfilling things. You could, you could have your entire day just dedicated to like growth and you would literally have fun doing it. If you're the kind of guy who's watched this video this far, trust me when I say, obviously 100%, like make sure you're sleeping, make sure you're recovering, you're spending time, like, you know, turned off, everything's turned off. You're just enjoying peace and nature and everything. But like, that's still productive. You're the kind of guy who, if your entire day was productive, time in nature, two hours reading, an hour developing the skill of like growing on social media, an hour practicing sales, just calling companies and literally just practicing selling to them. You would literally be so much better off. You would literally feel and just know for a fact that you are like really aligned to your growth right now. There's a lot of guys who we can't say the same about. They're absolutely content and happy just not developing skills not developing themselves those guys are jeffrey's if you watch this far and you're not subscribed yet i think you'll really like this channel so you can maybe go have a look at like some of the other videos that i've posted and if they are helpful then you can subscribe and like keep watching them every day do the hard work especially when you don't feel like it